Hello everyone and welcome back to another episode and season of Racing Bros NASCAR Podcast. I'm your host, Zach Workman. I am here with my best friend and co-host, Brian Velez. Brian, how are you doing today, sir? I'm doing fantastic. Racing's back. How are you? Oh my god. Too long of an off season, you know. I thought we were gonna have to <laughs> make <laughs> I thought we were gonna have to make a couple more Vin Diesel podcasts. Um <laughs> thankfully we don't. Now we can actually talk about some fucking racing. And uh yeah, we're back. So pretty much this episode, I don't know how long it's gonna be. Can it either be five minutes or 35 minutes or three hours and 35 minutes uh i don't know uh we're just gonna talk we're kind of if like telling you guys that we are alive we are doing another season i know there wasn't much of a hype announcement around it but yeah we are coming back for another full season of nascar coverage uh it's pretty much gonna be the same same format and stuff um you know that comes out every Wednesdays. Um, next week, it's going to be our preview episode for the 500. So we're it's going to be a jam-packed episode next episode. Uh, with the 500 preview, we're going to do some bold predictions for the year. We're going to do our playoff um, playoff predictions. You know, So it's going to be all that kind of episode. And you know the winners and dark horses are going to come back. So we're going to do that. Um, and yeah, we're just, uh, just coming back. You know, it feels weird. Definitely feels weird to pick up the microphone and start to do this again. You are definitely right about that. Yeah, it's just like really. (laughs) It feels weird, but it also feels kind of nice at the same time. Nice to be back. Yeah. It's just, it's refreshing. So it's probably going to take us a couple episodes try to get in the swing of things because... I mean, what the last kind of formatted one we did was, well, November. So yeah. it's not exactly like riding a bike, but I'm sure we'll get back into it, back into the flow of things, so it won't be super awkward, hopefully. But yeah, Brian, Brian, what did you do this off season? Did you do any racing? Did you, um, did you become a team owner like someone else? Um. Did you wish? Um, what else did you do? Did you did you breathe some good air? Yes, oh. yes. Finally got to breathe some good air. Ah, oh, there you go. You With know. everything going on, there you go. But <laughs> so we had a race in L.A. with a track that was made a couple months ago that almost rhymed. Like kind of, like it was like a slant rhyme, I guess. Yeah. Kind of was, or is bit. it? Is it slant rhyme or is it something else? I thought, is it a something else rhyme? I'm not an English teacher. I don't know. <laughs> I wish I had an English teacher friend, but um, <laughs> no, it's not. I'm pretty sure it's a slant rhyme. What? What? Are you podcasting? Yeah, I'm in the middle of it. Sorry. See, this is what we got to deal with: production issues. One second. Ah, sorry about that. We're back. Uh, you know, this is what you gotta deal with when you do your shit at home. You just gotta deal with interruptions. So, sorry about that. I don't know what she wanted. She knew that I was podcasting, but 
I think she just wanted to be on the podcast. So now we're going to talk about the clash. So, um, looking at it beforehand, before they even actually put the cars on the track, I'm going to be honest with as small as uh, of a track as this was, I kind of thought that this was going to be a disaster. Yeah, I thought it was going to be a complete shit show. Honestly, I thought we were going to have everyone wrecked out. Um, do we have no cars for Daytona and shit like yeah. that? But it's actually some pretty good racing. The heats, uh, the heats were especially pretty good. Um, mm-hmm. I don't think any caution between the first couple. I think the last heat they had a caution, a couple cautions. Mm-hmm. But uh, the last chance qualifier, the first one was uh, pretty decent. I think Al- Almirola got crashed out by. Rookie Todd Gilliland, uh, and then the second last chance qualifier. That was probably the most shit showy thing we had all weekend. Uh, especially Ty Dillon just uh, running through everyone like a fucking bull in a china shop. Uh, he had everything but the pace car, I think. But yeah, it was uh, it was some surprisingly some good action. Um, I think. The main event was a little shorter than I thought it would be because, like, I looked up and it was already halftime where we had yeah. our Ice Cube concert. We also had Pitbull. And then we had, I can't think of the DJ. Who's the DJ? We had a DJ there, too. DJ. Uh, it's not Khaled. It's not. No. No. Uh, DJ. I can't think of his name. What? Yeah, I can't think of his name either. <laughs> he, he, was playing, he was playing some bops. He was. But we also had. Pitbull start us off, and then also I forgot to mention the Grand Marshals. We had like Reggie Bush, Matt Leinert, uh, that volleyball lady, Missy Trainer or something, um, mm-hmm. Eric Dickerson. I can't think of them all. There's a couple more, but you had some good Grand Marshals. Uh, they had like ten of them, and then Mini Rick Hendrick, aka Jeff Gordon. Was out there just holding the torch, dude. He looks like so much like Rick Hendrick now. It's yeah, insane. Yeah, he does. Yes, like literally, Rick sat him down. He's like, "All right, you gotta look exactly like how I do, Jeff. You gotta, yeah, you gotta adopt my style. My style. Right, we're gonna give you the Hendrick branded shirt. You gotta wear a sweater vest with your <laughs> hair back. Yep. And then eventually, eventually, he's gonna get the white uh, long sleeve Hendrick branded shirt, and then the white. Uh, large H hat. I mean, he's going to eventually get that. He's just going to morph into Rick Hendrick. We're not even going to know. We're going to be like, is this Rick Hendrick or Jeff Gordon? Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, they had a bunch of Grand Marshals out there. They lit up the Olympic torch, which was pretty cool. Um, mm-hmm. And then the Ice Cube concert. The Ice, Ice Cube was actually uh, pretty good. Yeah. Could not complain yeah, whatsoever. Um, some of the camera shots they used was weird. Uh, yeah, they use some of the most awkward camera shots, and then they would keep on zooming in on this like these USC girls. I'm like, all right, where they just like young people look at them, young people look at them. Oh, let's go to awkward, fucking old people that are like, who the fuck is this guy? They're just pissed, and then they're like, all right, let's go back to these group of USC girls. But they kept on doing that. Uh, we will be talking about fraud. Fox's broadcast in a little bit because I have some words for them. 
Uh, I thought Tony Stewart in the booth was actually pretty good. Uh, yeah, that was pretty fun, actually. It's pretty much a natural. Seemed like it. Um, I know he did uh, some Xfinity and Bush races before, but mm. he looked he looked pretty good in there, up there in the booth. Um, he was joking with Clint Boyer a lot. I thought he had good chemistry. Uh, Boyer wasn't insanely goofy. He was pretty solid. Uh, some definitely some humor moments, and then Mike Joy, the fucking encyclopedia of racing, kept on yeah. the track. So I thought that was actually a really good booth. Um, I'm excited to see who else they bring because I know he's just joining for the 500. I don't think he's doing the next race, so I think he's just doing the Clash and then the 500, and then they're gonna have kind of rotating booth. Uh, hopefully, Larry Mack is back in the booth. That'd be awesome. But, yeah, you know, this could be fun, or this could be a disaster as well. It kind depends. of like how we thought that the Clash was going to be. Yeah, it depends who they bring in. Right. And I do have to say, it was kind of fun to hear Stuart talk about Eldora. Because <laughs> he's uh, like, oh yeah, I got this random track in Ohio. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's like, this is how you put out a racetrack. I'm like, that's cool. Yeah. But, um, and then... In the main event, we had a weird sequence where Denny Hamlin first broke. He said he had like a steering problem. I think it's steering belt or something. His power steering broke. Yeah, power steering. And then the eight car randomly just stopped on the track. He was the leader, and he just stopped. And I guess he broke something in the transaxle or whatever. And then the 14 car... Or, well, I think the 14 car was before the 8. But they all broke around, yeah. like, a, a couple minute, like, five-minute period. And it was just, like, super weird. I was like, what? All yeah, cars- it went power steering, drivetrain, drivetrain. It was just like, what happened? Yeah, it's just all <laughs> these cars, like, dropping like flies. So, with this new car, it's going to be some reliability issues, it looks like. I mean, as to be expected with a whole new car. Uh, so, it looks like the first couple races is probably going to be... A lot more, a lot of, a lot more parts failure than uh, we're typically used to. So it might make some interesting results in the first couple races. But yeah, it's just like some hiccups with the new car. But that's what you get with you know third-party vendors and stuff like that. So you know, and plus just... a whole new car, you can't guarantee that it's going to be perfect. Right. And we already have car supply issues with, you know, not getting enough parts. And looks like teams are going to only have one or two cars at Daytona, which is going to be definitely interesting um, with them only bringing one or two cars because they don't have, you know, enough parts or uh, cars to bring in. But it's going to be a shortage, and it's going to be some parts failures the first couple races, I think. But when they first get to, um, when they first get to the first couple races of the year, I think they're going to have the parts shortage. But when they get to the middle part, I think they are going to be pretty solid. And we're going to have to take a quick break, so we'll be back right in a second. All right, right. we are back. Sorry about that. We were having some hiccups over here. I thought Brian dropped out, but looked like he just went silent on my end. Uh, So we had to fix that real quick, and then uh, 
yeah, I was kind of dragging it out. That's why I was kind of looking over, because I'm like, oh my god, is he here? <laughs> but, uh, yeah, sorry about that last sequence. Just getting through our tech stuff. See, it's preseason for us. You know, we're having, you know, new tech problems we haven't had in months. So, right. you know, <laughs> this is why we're doing a warm-up. Because if this was our 500 episode, people would be like, what the hell? But yeah. getting it out now. But... Yeah, did you have any uh, other notes on the Clash? It was, I mean, those cars all went out with some new car problems. Uh, then Kyle Larson kind of got mad at Justin Haley uh, and put him into the wall, just uh, turned a sharp left. Yeah. Uh, and then we had some, you know, some bumping and banging between Eric Jones and Ryan Blaney. Uh, we actually had a Hans device thrown at eric jones but somehow fox didn't catch that on video or anyone else but um yeah i think it was a little short for the main event just a yeah. that short i think it would make it 200 laps would be pretty good but um yeah no complaints uh we nearly lost kyle bush very early i don't know if you saw that or not but uh when him and logano were were kind of fighting for the lead Logano ended up bumping him going into a corner, and then they came out, and Logano overtook for the lead, and Kyle Busch was ready to just smack into the back of him. <laughs> it was kind of funny. <laughs> oh, but, gotta love Kyle Busch. But, yeah. Yeah. And then uh, Logano ended up taking the first clash at the Coliseum. Uh, yep. I do have a question for you, Brian. Do you think we will do more races at the Coliseum in Clash form, or would you rather see it as an all-star race? Ooh, that's a good question. Um, I don't, it, it's, it's definitely fun to watch, and, you know, it, it provides a lot of space for people to show up. Right. So it's a good venue for NASCAR to hold. Um, honestly... I feel like having it as an all-star race would be kind of fun. Yeah, that would be pretty... I don't know how logistically that would work, depending on right. the schedules and stuff, but I I think it would, do, it would look pretty cool as an all-star race. I don't know. I kind of like it in this... For the first time doing this, I was really skeptical. I'm like, they're literally racing inside a football stadium. Like, what the fuck are we doing now? But right. I think it worked. I think... Uh, branched out to i mean we saw in the ratings that it had so in the ratings i saw on twitter from jeff gluck that this race had more viewers than like it was four behind the other races last year yeah, all, of all but four of them and this one had one million more viewers than the championship race actually had that's incredible. That, I mean, that's an insane stat. So, I think if you take this weekend as a whole, there are some issues. Um, I, the part shortage with the new car, uh, that's going to mm. be an issue. And then the Fox broadcast, I'm, I'm sorry, we're going to have to pound this again like we did last year. Um, it was trash. Like, there's a lot of missed camera shots. They're kind of using camera shots like it would be a Martinsville or something. It was weird. Some weird zoom-ins, uh, close-ups. 
um, and shit like that. It was kind of weird. And then uh, they had some onboard shots when they should have went all the way to the wide. I mean, it's not. I know it's a football stadium, but Fox should be able to handle that. They also had some audio issues, a lot of audio issues. Yeah. Um, but uh, it's Fox again. I I also think that they kind of tried to treat this race as a football game because yeah. some of the overheads were almost like, you know, watching a quarterback run out onto the field. Yeah. Which was kind of weird but kind of cool. Yeah, I don't I don't think they used the best of shots, but I think they're just kind of I didn't I don't think they knew how to like really broadcast it, which yeah. is fair, I guess, because it is a new venue, like it's a whole new they're like, all right, how exactly do we set this up, and how exactly are they going to race, and shit like that. So I give them a little bit of a pass on that, but uh, like the audio issues and stuff like that, I mean, come on, you're Fox. Right. You're a huge network. You should be able to figure this out. So hopefully they clean that up. I do like um, like the top four graphics. Uh, I hope they use that actually in real races, like showing the top four big like that. Or like top mm-hmm. five or whatever the whatever they do, and I do like how it's more like readable. I do like the font, and uh, I do like the font better. I think it's more like readable than the old one was. So I do like that. Uh, the cartoon graphics still are a bit weird, but yeah, I was just about to say that I kind of thought that they were gonna do away with that and go to something new, like kind of what you expect them to do every year. Yeah, but. but yeah. Still looks weird. But, uh, the, yeah, the new ch- uh, ticker actually looks pretty good. And But hopefully uh, hopefully the announcers can make up for it. I think this race, they did make up for it a little bit. I do really like Tony Stewart in the booth. I wish he would do it full-time. That would be awesome. I think they had a lot of good chemistry up there. Um, it wasn't, like, clown showy, and it wasn't boring Jeff Gordon. So... Uh, A plus for the announcers but overall this weekend for the race and stuff I'm going to rate it a nice 80 so that would be in our great race I'm kind of viewing it was it was a pretty good race but I'm viewing it as a whole as an event so I'm viewing it as an 80 um, about B plus total event I think this was a big win for NASCAR and hopefully this momentum keeps up for the Daytona 500 yeah, I'm going to look at it the same way as you did. I mean, kind of how we viewed Nashville last year, because Nashville was amazing. At least, you know, everybody showing up, giving it the hype that it honestly deserved. Mm-hmm. Same with The Clash. I, I'm going to give it an 85, honestly. Um, I think that the only there's very few things that could have been done better, and I would say it's more on... It's more on Fox's side than NASCAR's side itself. Mm-hmm. Because I think that NASCAR did an amazing job holding this race. Yes. Yes, it was, I mean, fun event the whole time. And yeah, absolutely. Total blast. So. And, I mean, sure, maybe you can make it 200 laps instead of 150 or maybe even a little bit longer than that. Because, I mean, in reality, you're only going in a circle around a hundred yards. Yeah. <laughs> so, but it's so, also, yeah. it's also like an exhibition. You don't want to make it insanely long. 
No, right, right. So I think maybe 200 laps. If not, I think 150 will do. So yeah. It's really nice to get the cars back out there in an actual racing style rather than just a practice style. And so. yeah, with those cars, I'm thinking we're going to see a lot of good racing, especially because yeah. it looks like you can really, I mean, it showed like the positives next gen with the new composite bodies, especially during all those, like all that contact between like the heat races and the last chance qualifiers, we didn't see like a single flat tire. And I right, think right, if we had yeah. last year's cars, we would have had like several at least. Yeah. But it kind of shows the benefits with the new car and the composite body. So I can't wait to like middle of the season when we have like more cars, like better parts and like uh, more accessible parts and stuff like that, that we can really yeah. see this car shine. Like, especially in short tracks, like, oh my God, the first Bristol race or like martinsville in the playoffs ah it's gonna be so exciting to see these cars i cannot wait for it and i can't wait for them on the one and a half milers and super speed i just can't wait for the season like uh especially because they announced when they're gonna do the 670 package instead of the 550 because we're kind of a big component on not running the 550 and plus we have the shorter spoiler so i just can't i can't wait for the season i am so excited especially because i am going to the 500 uh it's my first daytona 500 it's been a dream of mine since i was younger unfortunately brian is not going that sucks for him but hopefully next year me and him can go we'll take him out but we do have a race planned this year to go together we are looking to go to the nashville race together um nothing set in stone but we're really trying to get there at least um to nashville and then maybe we'll add more races on the schedule so we're trying to get out to more races this year Mm -hmm. and like expand and bring some more content to you guys because uh next week we'll have a regular scheduled episode and then i'll be leaving for the 500 um i'm gonna unfortunately miss the duels uh we're gonna get in too late so we're going to miss the duels, but I'm going to try to bring as much content as I can on the Racing Bros NASCAR podcast, social media pages, kind of show if you've never been to 500, kind of what's there, do some vlogging experience, like show our seats and stuff like that, maybe try to get in the fan zone, try to do all I can, and we're going to bring you guys more content. So uh, we're trying, trying to branch out more, try to like go more on location, but... I know we both really want to go to the Nashville race because we've never been to Nashville, and that venue looked pretty awesome last year. The, yeah. The vibe. So we're going to try to go to that, and then we'll try to add more, but we're going to at least go to one. We're going to at least go to one race this year. Because, I mean, we are uh younger 20-year-old audience, so it's kind of harder for us to go to races and stuff because we're not well-established in adult life but we're gonna try right so well hey maybe if we can get another sponsor and (laughs) yeah they can send us out to places and if you guys have any uh racetracks you want us to go to we're gonna try 
no promises though <laughs> right right because remember everything has to kind of come out of pocket here yeah so if, <laughs> if you really want us to go to a certain racetrack or stuff we will try we'll see the logistics we will talk about it we will yeah. try but no promises but we are definitely trying to get out to nashville we're going to do some more content there and then uh we'll go from there but uh yeah this is kind of more of a warm-up so so it's going to be a little shorter um the usual episode is going to be about the same amount we did last year, but yeah, next next week we're going to do our 500 preview and all the previews to that, the playoff predictions, bold predictions. We're going to do all that next week, and there's going to be a jam-packed episode, and then I'm going to peace out to Daytona and share all the experience with you guys. So thank you guys for always listening. Um, hopefully you guys come back. We hopefully you guys did not forget about us, but we are back. <laughs> yes, yes so, indeed. Thank you guys for listening again. Uh, I've been your host Zach. As always, thank you Brian for coming along this ride. Another season. We did. We're doing season two. Did you ever think about this? We're doing another season. Like as I mean, as we said it last year, I I honestly thought that we'd do a couple episodes and that'd be it. We stuck to it. We're bringing another season of content for you guys. Can't wait for it. And uh, we'll we'll see you next week. All right. Take care.